Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi guys, my name is Kat. And my name's Letitia and you're listening to Basically Besties. So if you're new here, I am Kat's daughter. That's <laughs> so weird how you say it like that, sorry. Well, that's who I am. Yeah. And today we have a very special guest. We have mum's other daughter, Deja. Yes, it's a family affair. And for all our new listeners, just to give you guys... Um, a little bit of background about our story. I was a very young mum. I had Tisha when I was 17 years old and now she's 20 and Deja is, uh, well, going to turn 13. I can't believe that. So, yeah. So, if you guys are wondering why Deja's here, we thought we would get her on because it was highly requested that we share Deja's birth story because a few episodes back we actually shared mine and you guys loved it. If you guys want to listen to that, you can scroll back. I think it's called The Time Cat Gave Birth to Tish. Um, so today, Deja's here, going to hear her birth story, how she came into the world. Yeah. have You've not really heard a lot of information about that, have you? Yeah, no, not a lot. Oh, this well, is going to be fun. When you told me, I, I hadn't. I hadn't heard any information on my birth either and I can't even remember it now. So Deja is genuinely scared of having a baby. Hey, babe. Yes. You're scared of the pain and the whole idea of a baby exiting your day. <laughs> but I feel like everyone's scared, but it's such a beautiful experience. Well, see, I was that thought never came to my head when I was pregnant or anything. Mm. It didn't scare me at all. But you guys are scared. Well, probably because you traumatised us and you're like, don't have a baby, get on the pill, don't have a baby, never have kids. Like, bro, <laughs> what do you think going to happen? Everyone was screaming at the top of their lungs and I was like, yeah. <laughs> my <laughs> vagina ripped to my arsehole. Oh, Jokes. did not. <laughs> don't give people false information. <laughs> I only got two stitches, but, but it can happen. <laughs> it can happen. <laughs> okay, so shall we start at the beginning? We should. Okay, so I feel like yours 
your birth story, Letitia, mm. and your birth story, Deja, are completely different because I was in such a completely different stage of my life. Mm. So when I was pregnant with Tisha, I was a teenage mum with a guy that I had been with for like six months mm. having a baby. Wild. That's like you That's and Bo having a baby. That's crazy. Insane. So with Deja, I married Jonathan and I told him I'm not having any more kids. Mm. I'm done. Tisha's my only child. <laughs> Tisha's face is like <laughs> – but that was – where I was at because I was so traumatised with your sister's birth and everything that happened, I just didn't want to have another kid. And so dad was like, okay, that's fine. And we literally got married and he married me knowing that I didn't want to have another child. And I remember the day very clearly when I decided to have another baby. I was sitting at my grandma's funeral and I was about – four rows back and my granddad was sitting at the front of the funeral and he had his two sons beside him comforting him while he cried and I was a mess. I left that funeral and I said to Jonathan, I want to have another baby. And three weeks later I was pregnant with Deja, so I'm a fertile queen. (laughs) So how did you find out you were pregnant with me? So we were obviously trying. I stopped taking the pill and I just had this feeling because I am a very fertile girl. My grandma has eight kids and just gets pregnant like that. So three weeks after I stopped taking the pill, I bought a test and I peed on the stick. Why are you guys laughing? What's so funny? (laughs) I don't get it. What's so funny? I don't know. (laughs) So I peed on the stick and then two minutes later, the two positive lines come up and I was like, oh, damn, I'm pregnant. Three weeks. Three weeks. That is insane. I know. Wait, is that true? I thought you had to wait at least two weeks. So you must have got pregnant in the first day. Yeah, I was – I don't know. Wait, I'm so confused. Maybe it was like six weeks later. Like I fell pregnant and then – I fell pregnant at three weeks and then I did the test like on week six. I don't know, but it was very, very early. I remember when I went to the doctor after that, I was only five weeks pregnant. Wow. Um, Deja in there. Yeah, so then I had to announce it to dad. Oh, how'd you tell him? So I – (laughs) it's so embarrassing I don't think this is romantic or anything at all because you know how some wives you know get like a little present together or you know they do something I thought this was a genius way of letting dad know that I was pregnant but it was a big fail so basically we had this camera like a Canon camera like one of those like digital cameras type of thing and I took a photo of the pregnancy test because I thought it was weird like handing him a stick that I peed on so I literally threw the stick away and just took a photo of it and we had this dog and her name was Brandy and I took like a bunch of photos of Brandy and he came home from work that day and I was like babe come look at the photos that I took of Brandy they're so cute and so he was on the couch flicking through these 
photos and he was like, ah, yeah, so cute. Like, shut up. Like, he was yeah. getting really annoyed because he didn't want to look at photos of our dog, right? And he totally skipped over the pregnancy I was going to say, I, I would imagine he would do that. And I was just staring at him like, well, great, you just ruined the whole – like, because I was emotional as well. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I had to actually point out, do you know what that is? And he was like, no. And I was like, oh, my God. I'm pregnant. And he's like, oh, wow. <laughs> that was so quick. <laughs> and then we hugged and I think it took a while for it to kind of sink into his brain. But, yeah, that's how I announced I was pregnant with Deja. That's so funny. I feel like lots of guys don't know what pregnancy tests look like. Or just like lots of female products. They just get really confused. A lot of people yeah. would think it's a COVID yeah, test. I know. They were like, yeah. have COVID? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but he didn't have that excuse. He just literally didn't care. He was like trying to get through the brandy photos <laughs> as quick as possible and well, just skipped over. Why did you take so many? Just take like three or four. Well, I was trying to build up the suspense, you know what I mean? And the it suspense. just failed miserably. <laughs> so... I told Tish, so for those of you that don't know, I'm half Filipino and Ate means big sister in Tagalog. That's why Deja calls her sister Ate. Anyways, so Tisha was fairly young. She was seven at the time. So I didn't make a big deal out of it. I just kind of said to her, hey, Tish, I've got a baby in my belly and you're going to be a big sister. And Tisha was kind of like, cool, and went back to watching play school or whatever she was doing. <laughs> she didn't really get you're, it. I'm really annoying, but you're literally the worst at pregnancy announcements. Like, that is so random. Imagine if I did that to, like, I don't know. Do you know what, Tisha, when you announce that you're pregnant, this is what I want you to do. Oh, God. To me, I want you to present me with, like, a little present. And you have to film it because I'll cry. I like I how know. you plan out surprises, but you're like, but it has to be a surprise. It has to be a <laughs> present. Like, when other would I give you a just a random present? Like, or maybe a letter. Send a letter in the mail. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> Either way, it has to be a surprise. And I just so want you to record it because I know I'll be an emotional mess. Oh, my gosh. Um, Don't help. Anyways, I forgot what I was talking about. Where were we up to again? You are talking about how you told us to Oh, yeah, so me. it wasn't a big deal for you. You were just like, sweet. Yeah. Sounds good to me. Honestly, time just flew and then next thing you know, she was there. Yeah. So. <laughs> Your pregnancies were totally different too. Mm. And this is why I am so glad I had babies young because your pregnancy T-shirt was a breeze. Literally, I felt like, you know, Superwoman. I didn't even affect me. All that really happened was I grew massively and got stretch marks. Like I didn't feel, you know, exhausted or anything like that. But I think it's because I was so young and fit. Mm. By the time I had you, Deja, I was, I'm going to say 23. Was I? Tw no, 24. Mm. I don't know. How old are you now? 12. Oh, well, here's the mass thing again. I don't know. Okay. I was in my 20s when I had you. And the symptoms were intense. I remember this one time I went shopping at Aldi and Aldi is like where you have to, you know, get all your products, obviously, like any supermarket. But when you get to the cash register, you've got to put everything in the bags. So I get to the cash register 
and Jonathan's putting all the stuff onto the conveyor belt and I start feeling lightheaded and I'm like, whoa, babe, I feel so weird. And he looks at me and his face is just like, (gasps) and I've got blood pouring out of my nose. Because apparently that's a pregnancy symptom. Well, here you go. Deja's never going to have kids after this chat. (laughs) And so, and then he's like, oh my God, your nose is bleeding. I'm like, are you serious? And then people are like looking at this heavily pregnant chick with her nose bleeding and me saying I'm feeling lightheaded. Then next thing I know, Jonathan's shoving toilet paper up my nose to try it. And he's like, tilt your head back. And it was just so embarrassing, like being so huge and having everyone look at you while you've got blood pouring out of your nose. And the, the Aldi checkout lady's probably still speeding <laughs> through all the shit. Yeah. <laughs> Scanning everything as fast as possible. Yeah. yeah, it was like that. So, yeah, the pregnancy was definitely different as well. I felt exhausted. My um, morning sickness was out of control. So I would literally wake up at 3 a.m. I would set an alarm at 3 a.m., to eat crackers so that by the time I woke up at 6am I could vomit something up because if I didn't do that my morning sickness would just go for ages and ages and ages and I just keep vomiting like this acid stuff so it was better to have something in my mouth. Uh, I've, I've, I've heard of that before actually on TikTok to eat crackers. Um, what about your parents? Because when they found out you were pregnant with me. It was obviously horrible mm. at the end of the world. Mm. <laughs> what yeah. about with Deja? So the way we announced, okay, this actually went well, the announcement to my family and friends. So we used to live in this house and it had a massive deck and we were the family that everyone would always come together at our house and have a barbecue so it was not not it was not strange for us to invite people over just for a random occasion just for like a get a get together type of thing. So we organized this get together and everyone comes and my family is very religious so out of respect Jonathan was like let's pray before we eat. So we gather around the table on the deck and we're all holding hands and Jonathan's praying. And at the end of the prayer, he says something along the lines of, I can't really remember, but something along the lines of, um, and please protect the baby that's in Cat's belly. And everyone just like started crying. And, you know, Filipinos are so dramatic. Mm, They were just like happy and screaming and hugging each other. So it was a very different experience. What about... Because you told me that your cravings were so different for us. Like, yeah. what were your cravings for me and her? So, Arter was like Pickles? meat pies, pizza pockets, because I was at the school tuck shop, right? Mm. And that's all they had. But I, I used to crave like potato meat pies and pizza pockets when I was pregnant with you. When I was pregnant with you, it was healthy food. I was eating like flaxseed oil and I don't know what if you guys know what flaxseed oil is but it tastes like fish oil. I know your faces are so weird. So I would have yogurt, granola, fruit and then I'd pour on the flaxseed oil on top. Yuck. Yeah, it's like a fishy yogurt. See, that's so weird because I feel like Deja likes more of like she doesn't like healthy food. Mm. No. Whereas I'm the opposite. Yeah. That's so random. Good point. 
So, yeah, it was very healthy food. And I was very conscious about getting more stretch marks because when I was pregnant with Tish, I literally did not care. I was like, give me all the food. I'm going to eat everything. And I got stretch marks all on my legs, on my hips, on my boobs. And then when I fell pregnant with you, I was like, I cannot afford to get more stretch marks. Like I need to try and look after my body. So I was like consciously trying to eat healthy and like, you know, lathering body lotions on my body and stuff like that. Mm. And I actually only got one stretch mark with you, Deja, extra stretch mark, but it was right on my belly, which was kind of annoying. Um, but yeah, that's that was my different cravings. How did you know? Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, ready get 20, 20, ready get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You were in label. So... Oh, I remember this night very, very clearly because... Wait, I feel like I remember, wasn't dad playing PlayStation? Yeah, literally, he was so freaking annoying. Anyway, so we're sitting on the couch, right? Tisha's in bed and I'm laying on the couch and I start getting Braxton Hicks. Do you know what that is? So before your actual labour, your stomach actually does like practice contractions and it's called Braxton Hicks and basically what happens is your stomach gets really hard and then it relaxes. So that was happening to me and it was happening a lot this night. I was like, damn, am I in labour right now? So I started timing my Braxton Hicks and the thing with the Braxton Hicks though, they were, it was every 10 minutes which isn't – but it wasn't like consistent. So some would be 10 minutes, some would be 15, some would be five, every five minutes in between type of thing. And I was getting so annoyed because I was spending like three hours just timing these stupid Braxton Hicks but nothing was happening. And dad turned to me and he's like, just go to bed, babe. Like you're stressing yourself out, just go to sleep, wake up in the morning and you can time them again in the morning. So I was like, okay – and I was like, are you going to be up longer, up much longer? He's like, no, no, only like another half an hour. And I was like, okay. So I went to bed. Jonathan crawls into bed at about 4 a.m. because he was busy playing the PlayStation. I wake up half an hour later and I'm like, damn, my belly's sore. So I time my contraction, my Braxton Hicks. But turns out they were contractions 
and I was already two minutes apart. So I wake up Jonathan, who's been asleep for half an hour, and I say, babe, can you call the hospital? I think I'm having contractions. So he calls the hospital and he's like, yeah, my wife's contractions are two minutes apart. And they're like, get to the hospital right now. Because with your second baby, it's usually quicker. So with Tisha, I think my labour was 13 hours. Mm. So they were really concerned that you would come out a lot quicker. So I jump in the shower, call Lola and say, Lola, get here now. I'm in labour. You need to look after Tisha. So she comes over and as soon as she gets there to look after you, we head to the hospital. Cute. Yes. What? Was she asleep or? Yeah, of course. She sleeps till like 10 a.m. usually. (laughs) (laughs) So she was definitely asleep at five. No clue what's going on. (laughs) (laughs) She literally didn't know what was happening. She was just waking up and lullabying here like, (laughs) yeah, yeah. Um, Okay, so this is another thing that was really different about your labours is the hospital. So when I gave birth to you, I was in a public hospital. Didn't have a great experience with the nurses there because back then people just, like there was just, you know, a lot of nurses didn't agree that I was pregnant at such a young age. Um, When I was pregnant with you, I was actually going to a private hospital, which was three minutes away. So I was, I felt a lot more at ease. I felt a lot more supported. So we check in, we go to the hospital. It's about 6 a.m. and they give us our room. My, I was going to say optometrist. Wait, (laughs) obstetrician. Oh, what? (laughs) My obstetrician comes in. He checks me. He's like, okay, you're on track. You're this amount of centimetres dilated. You've still probably got a few more hours. Um, I've got to go. His practice was in the hospital. He's got, I've got a, a few more appointments, but hopefully, you know, you have the baby and I can duck in and help you type of thing. Otherwise, we've got another obstetrician here that will look after you. What do you, what is dilated? Like how open it is? I think so. (laughs) Our producer is like, yes. And I'm like, yes, yes. (laughs) Yeah. So I think that's what it means. So when you're 10 centimetres dilated, I think that's when. Like it's just open. Well, I don't know. I've never looked at my vagina when I'm dilated. Some people have a mirror down there to look at their vajayjay. Hell no. Yeah, you get to choose because some people want to know. They want to see. Other people just trust the nurse, which is what I did because I was like, I cannot look at my vagina in that state. Like I just need to (laughs) push this baby out and that'll be fine. Um, Anyways, same error again comes up. The same thing that I did for you. So when I was pregnant, when I was in labour with your sister, (laughs) when I was in labour with your sister, I got to a point where I was in so much pain and I screamed at the midwife and I said, I want an epidural, but it was too late. Same thing happened to you. Same thing happened to Deja. So I went in there and I was like, I can do this by myself. No drugs, totally fine. I get to that point where it's unbearably painful and I ask for an epidural and it's too late. Where's the epidural? Like where's the needle going your it goes back. into your back. And apparently it's like a big-ass needle too. Like it's like this big apparently. Yeah. But okay, I'll I'm getting get it. it. But and if you move when they put it in, you can get paralysed. Yeah, yeah. So you have to stay still. 
I can't stay still. Well, you have to. Well, by the time you have a baby, you're going to be a lot more mature and, you know. Yeah, and you'll have the right person supporting you. I'll be there with you as well. I better be. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, that's that's one thing I wish – well, you know what? After – okay, anyway, I'll get into that later. So, yeah, I, I was too late in asking for the epidural. So they were like – Get into the shower. Oh, this is where dad really triggers me. So the the midwife is like, get into the shower and we'll put some hot water on your back and it'll feel a little bit better for you. So I'm in the shower and jo- it's like this handheld shower nozzle thing and Jonathan's got it spraying on my back and it feels fine. And then the nurse comes in and she's like, no, do this. And is like doing a figure eight. And the minute she does a figure eight, I'm like, oh my God, that feels amazing. So she then hands the shower nozzle to dad. Dad does two figure eights <laughs> and then he's falling asleep because he's been up on the PlayStation the whole night. And then he's got the nozzle just in one spot again. And I'm turning to him in labour, in pain, and I'm like, dude, do do the figure eight. And he's like, oh, sorry, sorry. Does the figure eight again for like maybe a minute and then stops <laughs> and starts falling asleep again. I'm like, this motherfucker, like he's getting on my nerves so bad. And I'm pulling on the – you know how there's like handles in yeah. the shower? I'm pulling on that handle in so much pain that I literally rip it off the wall. And the midwife has to come in, um, takes over doing the figure eight and, you know, they go, okay, we'll pull you up on the bed, we'll check how dilated you are. And the minute they did that, they're like, she's ready, get the obstetrician and it was game time. What's what's a midwife? A midwife is... A wife that's mid. (laughs) (laughs) It's the lady that is kind of there for you checking about, checking how far dilated you are, checking on the baby's heart rate, checking on Is she a doctor? No. (laughs) Who is she? So I did you pick her or um for you I got to pick her. Yeah. But for for Tisha I didn't (laughs) get to Oh my God. Did you just say from (laughs) Timu? I don't know. Yes, I did Deja. I did get to choose her. And I got to choose my obstetrician. And luckily for me, you came so quick that my obstetrician was still actually working and he came in and helped deliver you. Wait, so you took took 13 hours to push her out? No, the whole (laughs) labour took 13 hours. What about mine? Yours was nine hours. Oh, yeah. And how long pushing? I, this is the weird thing. I can't actually... Go blank. Yeah, it goes blank. So what I remember in the pushing stage, though, is like you have your feet up in the... Is it stirrups? Yeah. And you're Why like... Why are you asking our producer? She has never Well, I just want to know. Before. You know, English is my second language, you, so just what? chill. What? <laughs> it's not your second language? Basically, because I was brought up by a Filipino. Anyway. Can you speak Filipino? That's what I No, but I can understand it. <laughs> Um, anyway, stop. Seriously, I'm trying to tell my story. It's about me. <laughs> <laughs> it's about me today. It's um, about me. What was I talking about again? We're talking about pushing. How oh, long yeah, pushing okay. took? Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> all right. So, 
I haven't got my feet up in the stirrups at this point, but I've got dad on one leg and I've got Lola on the other leg. What do you mean by on? Like pulling my legs back like like a chicken. (laughs) When you push, is it like you're pushing out a poo? Yeah, a massive one. But what if you actually poo? Some people do. And I think the nurses... (laughs) But they don't tell you. Yeah, I think the nurses are quite nice about it so that was one of my biggest fears so before I actually went to the hospital like I fully tried to push a poo out because I didn't want to poo while I was giving birth to you (laughs) and I even made Jonathan tell me I was like you promise I didn't poo like I just yeah (laughs) as weird as it sounds I just didn't want to poo while I was giving birth but yes it does feel like you're pushing out a massive poo when you're giving birth So I'm telling this midwife, I can't help it. I'm literally, like my body is pushing this baby out without me even trying. So, and she still needs to check how dilated I am, which is the most painful experience because you're already in pain contracting. And then the midwife is putting her fingers in your vajayjay. Sorry, you look so traumatized, but this is real talk. they just look. No, they what? They put fingers in there. (laughs) <laughs> it is. So they can fit 10 fingers in when you're 10 centimeters well i don't know how they measure like i just it just i just remember things getting inserted okay anyway she does the measurement she's like yep you're ready you can push i'm like good because i'm already bloody pushing anyway so i've got dad on one side i've got lola on the other side and i'm pushing lola's an emotional mess like crying happy and she keeps letting go of my damn leg And I'm like, I need that support. I need someone to hold my legs up so I can focus on pushing this baby out. So I get angry at her and she, you know, gets her shit together and she holds my two legs. Why didn't you have the stools or whatever? I think later on in that point, they did put them on. So I'm pushing, I'm pushing. I feel like I only pushed maybe five times. I'll have to confirm this with dad. But I remember dad looking at me and saying babe I can see her hair it's curly and then the doctor actually pulled you out or like maneuvered you out of my vajayjay by pulling your hair because your hair was so long and thick and you could see the little ringlets so yeah I pushed a few more times and dad cut your umbilical cord Dad cut it? Yeah. Is it the doctor meant to? No, um, the the dad can opt to cut it. Does it hurt? Who? The baby. When you cut the umbilical cord, does it hurt you? No, it doesn't hurt me. And your belly button is the scar, hey? Because mine looks like a dumpling. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, your belly button is the scar, which is kind of weird. Umbilical cords freak me out, especially once they get really hard and gross. Do you know you go home with your umbilical cord still attached to you, Deja? It's Where like does it go? It just falls off. It's like a scab. It just kind of falls off. And some people actually keep the umbilical cord of their kid. In a jar? <laughs> yes, in a jar. <laughs> it's creepy. That's so random. Um, it's weird. It is weird. Anyways, I remember when they put you on my chest and 
everyone kept saying, I have this video somewhere, I'll have to dig it up. Everyone kept saying, wow, she's got so much hair. Like they just couldn't shut up about your hair, right? And 10 minutes later, I looked down at you. I'm like, wow, she has so much hair. (laughs) And everyone's (laughs) like, we've only been saying that for like the last 10 minutes. But it was like I was so disconnected. (laughs) Like I had just pushed this massive baby out. And, um, you know, 10 minutes later, I was kind of like, whoa, I had a baby. Did Alta have a lot of hair? She did. Who was bigger, like heavier when they oh, came yeah. out? You how were. How much did we weigh? Sums it up. Wait, how, <laughs> many, how, how many pounds was I? Pounds. Uh, you. How are they measuring babies? Yeah, they do. Uh, but I actually only remember the kilos. So you were 3.4 and you were 3.3 kilos. So small. So... I was heavier, but I was just 100 grams heavier. <laughs> but that's, like, massive with baby. Like, th- I think, like... How much uh, is that in pounds? I don't know. That's crazy. Like, when you think about 100 grams of mince, that's a decent amount of grams. True. <laughs> For a baby, yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, I'm just, like, <laughs> it actually makes me emotional, like, hearing about your birth story. Really? Because I'm just like, wow, that's so cute. I don't care. <gasps> God, <laughs> it's not that I care. It's like it's emotional. <laughs> like everyone crying and like. Mm. Yeah. Well, I could imagine uh, you being like, "Did I poo? Did I poo?" <laughs> <laughs> Bruh. Yeah, that Deja was. would definitely poo if she gave birth. <laughs> um, and then when Tisha met Deja. Wow, you! Were, I'm gonna cry now. <laughs> I, I hate recording when I got my period. Damn it! Um, but you were so excited, Tish, to be a big sister, and you were so happy. And I, there's this photo. I'll have to share it with um, our producer so she can put it on our Instagram. But Tish's face is just like so proud, so excited to be a big sister. And, yeah. Not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, it lasted like three years and then she was over it. <laughs> but, no, she was the best big sister, Deja. She used to want to do everything with you. She wanted to bath you. She wanted to change your nappy. She wanted to push your pram. She wanted to do it all. She was obsessed with you. It's because I want to <laughs> be a mom. That's so cute. Um, and she's still obsessed but with you still, now. But no. it's I feel like even after those three years, when I was growing up, I had to babysit Deja all the time. Like, I was a good big sister. Babysit? Yes. Tisha? Please. You used to babysit when you were, like, 16. Yeah. But, I mean, I've got to take advantage of being a young mum. And are you happy you followed through with your choice to have another kid? Absolutely. Because... Now, I, at least I have one child that loves me. Because I feel like now... <laughs> she's not a child. She's an adult. The, the other day I realised, I was like, how sad. Like, once I move out, there's only a few more years until Deja's gone. And then yeah, what are you going to do? Well, you'll have grandchildren. <laughs> well, you'll have children, sorry. And let me tell you, let me tell you, when you have children, I am going to be that grandma that takes them Every weekend, I want them to sleep over. <laughs> I want to, like, 
fill them with sugar, make them like be obsessed with me. You know those parents. <laughs> you know those parents that like come to pick up their kids at grandma's when you know they're time to go home and they just scream and cry and they want to stay at grandma's. That's what your kids are going to be like. They're going to want to be with me, and that's my goal in life. Interesting. And then after if that if you don't have any kids, I'm going to buy two pomeranians. One is going to be called JP, which is short John for Pork. Jigglypuff. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> what is your obsession with John Pork? Oh, I just thought that's what you were going to call it. No, you know it's Jigglypuff. Stop. You're so mean. Anyways, it's going to be a Pomeranian mum and I'm going to go buy a really expensive Louis Vuitton and I'm going to put my Pomeranians in my bag and they're going to be my children. No, I'm going to train them. They're going to be good children. The fact that you would never buy me Louis Vuitton stuff but you would buy a Pomeranian. Yeah, I'll buy you Louis Vuitton stuff when you're 18. (laughs) Not now. (laughs) Anyways, that's, that's the story of Deja's birth. So Deja, how do you feel about giving birth after hearing mum's story? So all that I know is I'm 100% getting an epidural and yes. um, I want to be in a good relationship before I have a child. Smart girl. And I don't want to adopt because I don't know how to tell them. <laughs> you what? I won't know how to tell them. Tell them if they're adopted. Yeah. I'm basically adopted. Oh, Tia. <laughs> so we started this conversation again. You are not adopted, okay? I had you. I've given you proof. Oh and that's. Do you want to do a DNA test to figure out if you're really my child? I would actually like to do a DNA test, but not to figure out that I'm your child. To figure out what? Just to see what's going on. <laughs> I can tell you what's going on. You're a little mentally unstable. I can tell you. She was you need name a therapist, not a DNA test. Oh, my gosh. Anyways, I, I think adopting would be a, a beautiful thing to no. do. Yes. No? Why? Because I, I wouldn't want to tell them. Well, that's the thing. And you tell them from the beginning and it's not this massive big discovery that they figure out when they're 18 you tell them from day dot and adoption is beautiful you're giving a child a home but i guess that's not for everyone and i got told i don't know if like you want to put this in but i got told by someone you push out a placenta after yeah Yeah, and it's like 10 times bigger than the yes so uh, i've learned this through tisha's labor actually because I didn't actually know so it surprises me that you know Deja so yeah after I gave birth um uh, 10 or 15 minutes later your body still needs to give birth to the placenta so you have two children (laughs) and you can eat the placenta you know what I'm I'll be for I'm one of those people if I could turn back time I would definitely like capsule up my little placentas into little capsules and eat them Oh, that is so random. It's supposed to be really good for your hormones. I would really encourage you Actually, to do it. That's, you probably should have done that. Maybe <laughs> you would have turned out normal. But some people, my friend has her placenta in her freezer. What so I hell? went to her house, the like not the other day, a while ago, opened her freezer to get ice cream. And I was like, what's this? And she's like, oh, that's my placenta. And I'm like, what? But some cultures um, keep the placenta to be buried with a family member 
Yeah. Wait, okay. I thought the placenta was big. How is it fridge in a freezer? Well, it was in a big tub. You f- you vacuum freeze it so it goes smaller. No, I think it was just <laughs> like <laughs> I think it was just in this massive tub. Um, so yeah, but if I could do it again, I would definitely get my placenta made into little capsules and I would eat it. Like Courtney. Yeah. I'll eat it. Why not? Yeah, I would try your placenta. What the? F- <laughs> That's so weird. What does it That's taste like? Right. That's not right. What does it taste like? I don't think it you tastes good. Inside. Like um, wait. You probably put salt on there. Hey. No, no you, you get them. <laughs> you don't get cook them. it up like a steak. <laughs> <laughs> it's like little capsules. <laughs> it's salt. It's the thing that you've pushed out. They not, make it. They have like. They mix it with like raspberry flavoring <laughs> and they make it in little pills. And you just swallow it. And you just it. swallow it. Oh, yeah. It's like a tablet. It. A I thought you like but nah, I nah. think the reason is because when you give birth to the placenta, you get rid of all of your like bacteria and stuff. Oh. And so you have to eat it back. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But I would like to try it. I'm very open to that, that kind of stuff. That would make such well, good you content. <laughs> you can have dates. You can have dates. You don't eat in my placenta. Hey, guys, I get just ready for you to one eat my pill. placenta. Why won't you let me just try it, Letitia? That is so random. It's <laughs> <laughs> literally so random. I think it would just be interesting to see if it did anything, you know? It's going to do nothing. Do nothing. <laughs> <laughs> did, um, did you ever try your breast milk? No, but Jonathan, <laughs> Jonathan has. <laughs> and he was just curious. <laughs> Deja's face. Yeah, that's normal. I So you've never tried it? No. Oh, and I gave it to Uncle Jared as yeah. well. She, yeah. <laughs> Did you know I gave it? it to Uncle Jared as well? He wanted to try? Yeah, I remember this. Well, jo- Uncle and it was Jared sour. is my brother-in-law, so Jonathan's brother. Wait, it, no, he said it's sweet. Have, how would you oh. have tried ma- your own? Why you put it in a cup? (laughs) (laughs) You put it in a cup and you take a sip. Yeah. So you want to eat your placenta, but you wouldn't try your breast. (laughs) Well, I wasn't just—I wasn't interested in it. I mean, I I would if someone said, "Do you want to try your breast milk?" I'd be like, "Yeah, okay." But it was never. You know what? I probably did without even registering that I did it, like to test, like expressing milk into a bottle and then testing the heat. So yeah, I probably did, but it's not like a core memory. But (laughs) core memory. (laughs) But I do remember specifically Jonathan being like, "Can I try your breast milk?" And I was like, "Okay." (laughs) (laughs) Did you ever consider formula? So, oh my god! Because don't you like have implants? So <laughs> yeah, I do. So I got my implants after Tish, and that was actually a big concern for me, Deja. I remember finding out I was pregnant and asking the obstetrician, "What do can I still breastfeed?" Um, and he was like, "Usually, it's fine." but you don't actually know until it's game time. So when I was pregnant with Tisha, I had a- amazing milk production. And when I fell pregnant with you, same thing. I actually used to leak colostrum. Do you know what that is? So that's the milk that you get before you actually give birth. And it's like a 
clear kind of milky thing that comes out of your nipple. I don't get how we produce milk. So are we like cows or? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Basically, like you do feel like a any, cow. Any animal that gives milk, we're just like that. Yeah. And you know how, do you know your milk comes out in like a lot of different holes? It's not just one hole. What if your baby was dairy free? Almond milk. (laughs) Wait, is breast milk lactose free? Dairy's from a cow. Oh, today. (laughs) Dairy is from a cow. But we basically are. That's right. Trust us to make dairy. We can make dairy. That means we can make cheese and stuff. Wait, okay, this is getting too confusing. No. Um,. So, yes, you can breastfeed when you've got breast implants and I had no issues. But one issue I did have was, oh, what's it called? It starts with an M. Mastitis. Mastitis. Boom. <laughs> I kept getting mastitis with you, Deja. What's that? Oh, my God. It's the worst thing you could ever, ever imagine. Worse so than giving birth? I Very yes. close to it is horrible. What is it? Just so basically you got to about five months old where you were sleeping through the night or sleeping for longer periods and this one night you slept for ages and I had the best sleep of my life. I wake up and one of my boobs is ginormous <laughs> and as hard as a head. Like I'm <laughs> – that sounds weird, but it is like rock hard. Like, is it because like I another hadn't baby in there? Enough? Yeah, it was because you hadn't drunk. So I was like, oh, damn, better put the baby on this boob, right? Milk wasn't coming out. I kept producing milk. My boob kept producing milk. Milk wasn't coming out because my milk ducts were actually blocked. I had to go to the doctor. They massaged it out and it is not like a, oh, let's have a little one-hour massage. No, it is painful. Like if you can imagine your boob getting squeezed, like pinched almost to try and release these milk ducts. I had to take antibiotics. I started getting fevers. Like it was a horrible, horrible experience. Um, Anyways, eventually the milk ducts um, cleared up. A month later, same thing happened and I was like, I'm done. This is it. I'm never breastfeeding again. So I got to six months breastfeeding you um, and then I switched over to bottles because I just couldn't handle the pain. But what about – then doesn't your milk keep producing and then you get really – No, so you wean your baby off. So um, what you would do is you would express milk – when you're meant to feed because then your body slowly stops producing milk. I don't get it. What do you mean? So, like, instead of Deja sucking on your boob, you pump, right? Yeah, but because it's not the same um, motion as a baby and because you're not – your baby – isn't getting the full amount. You may be expressed for like two minutes. Oh, okay. Just so, so you don't want to start pumping when you have a newborn because then you won't be able to stop. I mean, you can. Some people want to have a break and have their partner ex- like feed the baby. But for me, I was exclusively breastfeeding, no bottle. What That's do crazy. you mean when you say pump? It's like Ow. this pump that oh. attaches to your boob and it like pumps. 
you like squeeze it and it goes and it sucks the milk out of your boob okay yeah it's a lot of information to take in luckily you don't have to worry about all this until you found the one Hooray! Hooray! Yippee. Hooray! What does your when, when I say the one? What is your ideal? Part? Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> so forty years older than you. Great. <laughs> no, but honestly, what's like your top three that he must have? He has to be taller than me. Yeah. And um, he can't be bald. <laughs> and he has to have a good personality. <laughs> okay, so can't taller than bald. you can't be bald and has to. Have a good personality. Okay. Alrighty, guys. Well, that is the end of the episode. Deja, thanks so much for hopping on. It's okay. Anytime. Anytime. <laughs> if you guys want to see more episodes with Deja or you have any, you know, special guests you want us to have on, please let us know on our Instagram and we will talk to you guys next time. Okay. Bye. Basically Besties is recorded at Amplify Studios, hosted by us, Letitia and Kat Clark, and produced by Fenella Jamison. We pay our respects to the traditional owners of the land and waters this podcast is recorded on, the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.